Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hey there. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ted in Your Head podcast, the podcast where we talk about our minds and how to get rid of the head trash, right? How to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, you know what? I think we can do more, be more, have more, where we begin the process of transforming our minds. And as you may know, the process of transforming our minds starts with transforming our thinking. As a hypnotherapist, that's the arena that I work in. Hypnosis is using the power of suggestion at a time when the client is suggestible and creating new ways of thinking, new ways of behaving, new ways of feeling. So we're working with uh, people with anxiety. We're helping people to quit smoking. We're helping people to stop biting their nails, get better at whatever they want to do, whether it's work or sports or or uh, art. All of these are different areas that hypnotherapy is very, very effective in. And if you don't know already, when you're in hypnosis, you're awake, you're aware, fully in control and feeling really, really good. So if that sounds interesting to you and you want to reach out to me, I will tell you how, but you'll have to wait and listen to the podcast first before I tell you how to get in touch with me. Today's podcast is titled, You Are a Fictional Character. That's right. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about what a fictional character is. Somebody you read about in a book or article or magazine, some made-up person, right? They have a backstory. They have a narrative, right? And if you're reading a book with a very interesting character, if you're watching a movie with an interesting character, right, you're going to get a story. You're going to get a narrative. You're going to be told what this person can do, what they can't do, their strengths, their weaknesses. You're going to be told if they're a hero, or if they're not a hero, and sometimes you're going to be told this stuff, and towards the end of the book or movie, guess what? They turn out to be something completely different. Well, what we know about ourselves, like the feelings and thoughts and ideas that we have about ourselves, are for the most part made up. Yeah, it's true. Let's t- talk about a movie called The Matrix. Do you remember The Matrix with the wonderful Keanu Reeves? The Matrix, if you haven't seen it, and if you haven't, by all means, go see it. It's about a guy, uh, kind of a, I guess, a tech guy, you know, who, who, who creates these tech products that, I don't know, people take these tech products to go on or on these different experiences, right? Well, one day, uh, to make a long story short, he gets implanted with some weird bug by other people and... He gets saved from the other people by somebody who says, you know, take this pill. And so um, Mr. Anderson, part played by Keanu Reeves, takes the pill and then all of a sudden uh, escapes into real reality to find out that who he always thought he was, was some body in a vat uh, being programmed with some programming of being a guy named, you know, um, 
Mr. Anderson, I forget his first name, right? Neo is his character, right? So he escapes from the Matrix, right? He escapes from this programming and, and with other people, other you know, warriors at his side, seeks to take down the, uh, uh, the machines that have enslaved humans and are sucking their energy while pumping some programming into their minds. So that's a, a brief rundown of the Matrix. But the point is that the whole time that Neo was plugged in to the Matrix, you know, he lived a normal life. He had certain ideas and thoughts about himself. And then one day found that that was all just an illusion, right? So I think we can agree that there's really no way to tell if that is indeed the case with us. And there have been many papers written about the, the idea and the probability that we are in some kind of simulation, that we are living out some kind of simulation controlled by somebody else. I know it's a preposterous idea, but it's as good an explanation as anything, right? I mean, you can't prove it right. You can't prove it wrong. There's no way to tell what consciousness or our own existence means. But let's put that aside for a moment, okay? We don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Let's just assume that we have some control over our experience, okay? So, Let's start with memories, right? We have memories, and our memories define us. But repeatedly, research has shown that our memories are notoriously unreliable. Things that we remember about other people and even things that we remember about ourselves, when verified, very often turn out to be wrong. Many people don't even remember their childhoods. So consequently, our our own view of ourselves, our own perspective of ourselves is made up from the experiences that we have, and in particular, what people tell us. So for instance, we might feel that, you know, we are uh, not good at math, and that may come from being told, oh, you're no good at math. And maybe that happened because one time we didn't do good on a math test, whereas we might have the aptitude and capability for, for doing math, because of that one time we didn't do well on a math test and mom or dad said, you know, you're lousy at math. We came to believe that. And that became our self-perspective, even though it may not be rooted in reality. Okay. So memories, we can't really count on our memories to define who we are. Furthermore, we have a narrative about our life. Just like a fictional character, we tell a story about our life, right? Oh, I was... I grew up in this particular situation and mom and dad were this and they treated me like this and I grew up with this, you know, positive or negative. And then now I'm doing this, right? So there's a narrative about our life that, hey, let's face it, is not always accurate. We're going to embellish it, particularly to other people. We're going to embellish it to ourselves to make us feel better. Or maybe we want to feel worse. Or maybe we want to, want to feel bad, so we'll create a narrative that is disempowering, right? And so the narrative that we tell about ourselves and, and the beliefs, and remember, no belief is true, the beliefs that we have about ourselves and the experiences that we had uh, that come from how other people treated us, this is going to create what we might call our ego, our idea about ourselves, who we think we are, what we think we can do. All of this is self-created and has very little basis in reality. 
Now, you could probably, you know, check yourself out and say, well, I'm a man or I'm a woman, right? Okay, so there's some things that are pretty obvious, although even that's changing these days. But what you're good at and what you're not good at, I would suggest you have no clue. Whether you're a morning person or not a morning person, that's just a story. How wise you are, smart you are, again, it's all made up. As we grow, we come to define ourselves, right? I am this, I am that, and we believe it. Why do we believe it? Because we've repeated it to ourselves, <clears throat> repeated it to ourselves so many times, and, and, and we've gotten others to go along and be in agreement with our self-image, and other people kind of buy into it as well, right? So uh, you take an example of somebody like uh, Bob Dylan, right? So Bob Dylan would tell all kinds of crazy stories that he traveled with a circus. They left home when he was 13. He made up different names, Elton Gunn. Bob Dylan, as you may know, is not his real name. And, you know, all of this turned out to be just a narrative, some made-up idea that he was pitching about himself that really wasn't true. A lot of it wasn't true, but uh, Bob Dylan wanted to create a mystique about himself. He, he, he didn't want to be who he was, so he created this new persona, and, and, and people bought into it, and now Bob Dylan is, you know, if you're my age, then you know who Bob Dylan is. If you're not, you probably have at least heard of him, right? So what does all this lead up to, and why am I talking about it? Because some of this information might be challenging to you, and that's okay. I hope it is, because, you know, <laughs> otherwise this podcast would be boring. Um, so our own image of ourself, our thoughts, feelings, and emotions about ourself, the narrative that we tell about ourself is self-created. Even if it's based on other things people have told us, it's self-created. You get that? Your self-image and everything about it, who you are, what you can do, what you can't do, is all self-created. Now, there are some basic facts, you know, where you're born, what time you're born, uh, you know, your gender, the name of the parents you grew up with. Those are objectively identifiable facts, but there's not a whole lot of those. Everything else is some story or narrative or something you've attached some meaning to, and that came from you. It's self-created. Perhaps you've heard of the, uh, the, the saying, I guess it's a quotation, life is not about finding yourself, life is about creating yourself. Self-creation is one of the most powerful things we can do. And it starts by making a declaration of who we are or who we want to be. Because I think that it's very powerful, a very powerful concept that you are what you say you are. If you say it enough, if you say enough stuff about yourself, you will become, you will come to believe it. But most of the stuff that we say about ourselves, most of the narratives that we spin about ourselves are by default. They're not chosen by us consciously with awareness and intention. They're stories, stories that other people have about us that we've bought into that may not necessarily be true or have a basis in reality. So what does it mean to create oneself? 
it means that you decide who you want to be and you start acting as if. This is the essential foundation of self-creation. And we all have the ability to create ourselves anew. Where would he do it? Right? We'll, we'll make up a new story based on what happened to us yesterday. Oh, I'm so lucky or oh, I'm not lucky. Right? If you want to be lucky, then declare yourself lucky and start looking for luck in your life. If you want to be loved, then look for areas in your life where you're already loved and continue to focus on that and, and try to nurture and cultivate the love people have for you. Because people that are loved are loving. They're loving people. Use your affirmations. Use your self-talk to create yourself anew. I certainly had to do that when I became a hypnotherapist or, and, and a business owner. I had to create myself as somebody that could that could actually run a business and attract clients. And I had to use affirmations. I had to convince myself. I can be a, a prosperous, influential hypnotherapist who makes a big difference in, in people's lives. And that was so far from, you know, my belief system in my 30s that it was almost foreign to me, but I was able to create it. So I think we're going to talk about self-creation more in future podcasts. But for now, I want you to really grok or grasp the fact that everything you think about yourself, most of it is made up by you. And that brings us to the end of our current episode. You are a fictional character. So if you want to create a really cool character, the process of self-creation, here's how you can begin to do that. You go to tedmoreno.com, you click on the contact menu, you send me a little email, say, hey, Ted, how's it going there, buddy? I listen to your podcast, and I want to set up a 30-minute phone consultation, which is free, by the way. I'll get back to you within 48 hours, and we'll set that up, have a conversation. I'll get some information. You get some information. Then we can make a decision as to whether we want to work together or not. Most people choose to. Just saying. Um, social media, I'm out there. Enough said. TedInYourHead.com is where you find out more about previous episodes of my podcast, different ways to uh, consume it. And uh, so in closing, I will leave you with a quote. I, I stumbled across this quote today. It's such an awesome quote. I think I'm going to print it out on a piece of paper and hang it on my wall. This quote is by Neil Donald Walsh, the guy that wrote the books, um, Conversations with God. Awesome books. I really enjoy them. And uh, what Neil said, the deepest secret of life is not a process of discovery, but a process of creation. You are not discovering yourself, but creating yourself anew. Seek, therefore, not to find out who you are, but seek to determine who you want to be. Who you want to be, that's totally up to you. Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. Check in again for future episodes of the TED In Your Head podcast. Take good care. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of TED In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, 
visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.